and welcome back to another episode of Technically an Adult Podcast. Uh, Today, we thought it was really important with the vaccine rollout in the U.S. and in other countries as well, but uh, we're specifically talking about the U.S. rollout, um, that it was really important to come on and talk about the vaccine and give you guys a little bit more information because if you're interested in getting it, I think it's it's good to just have a, an idea of what the options are, how to get it, and maybe answer a few other questions you you might have or might not even have, have known that, that you have. Also, we, Jenny and I, Sydney, have both also received our first dose of the vaccine so we can give some... Um, first-hand accounts of our experience with that as well. To give you guys an idea, um, spoiler alert, I did not turn into a 5G cell tower, so... And I don't have any ticks. So, so far, okay. so good. If that was a concern of yours, you know, it hasn't happened to me. I, that's all I can say. No no, so. thir- no third eye, no extra yeah. arm. Okay. Yeah, nothing like that. No Just yet. So, Although I haven't gotten the second dose yet, we can do an update if things change. But as of now. Have not turned into a on. zombie. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, we'll start off by just talking about what vaccines are currently available uh, in the U.S. I mean, I know that there are some other vaccines, um, like in the U.K., they've already approved the um, Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. China also has a vaccine uh, from Sinopharm that they've approved. But in the U.S., the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has only approved right now so far two vaccines for they label it as emergency uh, use only. Um, That essentially label is just in place to allow them to distribute it without having completed the full trial that is standard for approval for the FDA, which I know some people, it makes them nervous, but to be honest, it's gone through all of the the trials. Really what's left is the paperwork process of it, and they just kind of expedited that. So that's what that means when they say approved. But um, yeah, so what are the two that we have available right now? What, What are the options when you go to get it? It's the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine Mm -hmm. those are the two that are available yeah do you happen to have an idea of like their effectiveness or uh any anything like that the moderna i believe is 94 percent effective and Mm -hmm. the pfizer is a little bit more maybe 98 percent. so i actually from the fda website i actually went on there and it on the fda website it says pfizer's 95 percent and moderna's also not oh well, okay yeah. then. So that that's from the FDA's website. I mean, I, I don't know. Do what do what you want with that, but that's what they said. Um, I will say another difference about it is the Pfizer vaccine is approved for use on individuals sixteen years and older. However, the Moderna vaccine is eighteen, 18. And older. Yeah. So the minimum age right now is sixteen. Anybody younger than that, there's nothing approved for them at this moment. So so let's go into a little bit about, like, the cost of it, because I think that's always a big question on people's mind is, okay, cool, like, this vaccine's out, but, like, how much is it going to cost me? Or I don't have insurance. I lost my job thanks to the pandemic. Like, right. how much does it cost? Good question. It, nothing. It costs you nothing. The vaccine is free. They may charge you to an administration fee, but the vaccine itself is free. Yeah, that's 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 accurate. Um, yeah. So, uh, when they passed the the CARES Act, they actually set aside a decent amount of money to help with the 
research and ultimately distribution uh, costs of both of these vaccines that we currently have, the gov- the U.S. government did. And so with that being said, as of right now, the, the cost is 100% covered. Um, but like you said, yes, if you do go to like a, it's not at this point right now in the distribution process, but it may get to this point down the road where you're going to like individual like private practices to get the vaccine. And in those cases, it is 100% in their legal rights to charge you an administration, uh, administrative fee uh, for the vaccine. However, if you have insurance under the Affordable Care Act, you can, you should be able to get that back. That if you do get charged an administrative fee, you should be able to get that back um, through your insurance company. They should give you 100% reimbursement because under the Affordable Care Act, insurance companies are required to cover 100% of the cost of approved preventative care, which the vaccine for the for COVID-19 does fall under that. So if you do get charged an administrative fee, all you need to do is submit a claim to your insurance company if you have insurance and they should reimburse you that money. You should not have to pay anything out of pocket um, between the CARES Act and the Affordable Care Act. So just know that you are not going to be breaking the bank by getting by getting this no. at all. So if that was a worry of yours, um, you do not need to be worried. Now, I will say that as of right now, the CARES Act, some of those benefits do end on March 14th, and I don't know if the cost of the vaccine is included in that. But I suspect that that CARES Act will get extended. So I don't think that that's something that anybody needs to worry about. Like, oh, my God, like I need to rush and go get it right now. No, like it's it. Yeah, it's most likely going to get extended. And certainly I believe that's going to apply to the, the cost of the vaccine. Yeah, I, I cannot see them charging for the vaccine during, during the especially during the pandemic. It's, exactly. it's not going they, anywhere in the next, you know, few months. They gonna... want you to get it. They want you to get it. And so as an incentive. Yeah, they're going to keep it, at least if anything, that won't go anywhere as far as the government uh, taking taking the foot in the bill for right. the cost of you getting vaccinated. Right. So how did so how did you find out that you were eligible when you... Through my work. Found out. <laughs> Through my yeah. work. They so asked... What was that process like? So they asked, they went around, they asked who wanted it, who wanted to sign up for it. I said yes. They really, they scheduled my appointment. I went to the health department. They... They told me a time I had to, you know, I went. I Wait, so you had to schedule the appointment or your job scheduled it? My job scheduled it for me. My, my okay. employer scheduled it for me. Okay. And so I went Monday afternoon at 3.30. I'm not sure how it was with you, but did they, like, take you in as a group? And, like, and we went to a room you signed. Uh, you, like, you went in, you fill out the paperwork. And then they took us into a room. And they, they talked about the vaccine, which one we were getting, the side effects, contraindications, you know, who should not get it. If you're going to have to wait 15 minutes or 30 minutes after. And then they mm. took us and we each got the vaccine and we waited. I only had to wait wait 15 minutes. And So what was the difference between having to wait 15 or 30? So if you have any, if you've ever had any um, anaphylactic reaction to... Mm-hmm any you know anything they were going to have you wait 30 minutes basically that's what it was gotcha just to make sure you're not going to have like a severe reaction and how long was the time between when you found out that you were eligible to get it and uh, when you actually got it a week or two I had to wait about a week or two I I don't remember the exact but not very long yeah yeah so I mean same for me um 
So uh, our job sent out an email and was like, hey, the vaccine, we are now on the, the list of practices that are eligible to get it. If you guys want to get it, you can. All you need to do is send us an email and we will sign you up. Same thing. So I sent an email. Whoever was running that for our job signed everybody up, uh, emailed us back a time. Mine was actually at a, a hospital. Um, so I just went in. I So right now in where I live, it's only healthcare workers and a long-term care facility residents and staff that are eligible at the current moment where I live. Um, so when I went, I had to bring uh, my driver's license or any government issued ID as well as my work badge to prove that I was a healthcare professional. But they were not super strict about that. And I think it's because at the moment, only other healthcare places are contacting them for scheduling. So it wasn't like right. they were like really like, oh, let me really expect that badge or anything. So I just walked in and told him my name. I was actually like 20 minutes early for my appointment, but there was no wait at all. Um, I just went right in, sat down, got my shot, went left. Um, I had to fill out uh, some information, and then they gave me the vaccination card. The golden ticket. Yeah, that, that proves I got the first dose. Then I walked to the next table where they scheduled my second dose. Yes, mine was scheduled and, as well. That was important. Yes. Yeah. And then there was no 15 or 30 minute there, probably because it was a full hospital. So they probably felt, first of all, they had like fully trained like ER nurses in there watching us. Right. So I feel like they probably felt like they would know the signs if we were experiencing any of it. Um, we only had to wait 15 minutes at, at my place. Uh, so I just went in, we all sat in a room, waited 15 minutes. It was uh, all the, it was just a bunch of tables and chairs set up, but they were socially distanced. So they were all six feet apart. We just sat in there, waited. But yeah, I mean, no one while I was waiting had a reaction. The nurse was talking to someone else that was waiting and said that they had had someone have a reaction earlier in the day, but just of all, I mean, they had been doing it all day. They literally start at like uh, 7 a.m. and go to 9 p.m. Uh-huh. So, I mean, of the whole day, there was one person that had a reaction that. Yeah, nobody um, in my just, group had a reaction. Yeah, so they just, you know, t- took that person out. Like I said, I was in a hospital, so they just took them where, you know, where right. they went to the emergency department or wherever, watched them, observed them, treated them, and uh, they were doing okay. so. And yeah, so no reactions on I, my day. And either. I can say of the people that I, I know, personally know, that have gotten the vaccine, other than, like, the typical side effects that you would expect to have when you got a vaccine of any kind, you know, sore arm, whatever. They haven't really had any bad, re- you know, they haven't had any like allergic reaction. No, no allergic reaction. Yeah, yeah. So so far, so good for for me too and the people that I work with as well. So we were lucky enough that we were eligible through our jobs, and that's how we found out. But if you are not working in a field that you may be required to get it. How you can find out if you're eligible is uh, you can go online to your uh, state health department page and uh, they will give the information that you need on that page about eligibility and who is eligible at that moment. And if you are a part of that eligible group, there should be a sign up uh, directly on the website that you can enter your information. It's appointment based right now, as far as I know. Um, so you're going to need to make an appointment, uh, or you can, there will most likely be a number as well. You could just call the health department 
I'm sure they can transfer you wherever you need to go, or there's probably a number directly on their webpage, and you could also call that to schedule an appointment as well if you are eligible or to find out about eligibility status. Can also, I, uh-huh, what? Can, no, can I just add one thing? Sure. I, I don't know if this is everywhere, but at least here in, in the area that I'm in, and I would imagine it's similar in most places, the health department, and then also your hospital. Like if that, your hospital is given it, they probably... Oh, yeah, that's a good point. You can yeah. probably go to your hospital's website and see um, if you can schedule online or if yeah, they've opened great, it up. Yeah, That's a great point. That's a, that's a great point. You're right about that. So as far as the location goes of where you get it, I mean, you said you went to the health department, right? That's where your location was. Mine was at a hospital. I think at some point I've seen online that both CVS and Walgreens supposedly have gotten contract with the with, with Pfizer and Moderna so that they will be able to distribute it at some point, just like they do the flu vaccine every year. Um, but I expect that will be way later on when... More people are considered eligible. I'm thinking um, probably right like we're middle of the at, year. Yeah, we're still very much in the beginning phases of the rollout. So as far as I know, CVS and Walgreens don't have it right now, so don't call them. But I think eventually it will get to the point where you can just go to your local CVS or Walgreens and get the vaccine. Right now, though, it's really just through hospitals. Health departments. Um, health department that's that type of thing at the moment eventually i think they're going to start doing it uh, releasing it in private practices as well we're just not there yet right so we kind of went over a little bit of our experience of the like the general like start to finish process but you want to talk a little about a bit about like your experience as far as like getting it like the feelings what you felt before after going in like all of that um yeah first of all can i just say because you know you hear all of the like you see the, the like the tiktok videos and like People like making fun, like they they got the they got the vaccine and then they they're like have like ticks or have like yeah pretending like, they have like ticks r- right 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 yeah. right no they're not true but I was just a nervous wreck so first of all I went in there and I don't talk a lot except for when I'm nervous then I'm like chatty mm-hmm. Kathy mm-hmm. so I went in I was like oh I'm so sorry please I'm just a nervous wreck just you know bear with me she's like it's okay everybody's nervous but I have to say my arm it went in my arm it did not hurt at all. Like, no pain. Like, I'm really hoping she I get her next time for my second injection because my, yeah. my arm did not hurt at all. The only thing that I felt is, like, soon after, I had, like, a metallic taste in my mouth that didn't last very oh, long. It was just kind of... It, yeah. I asked someone else if they had it. Like, no. But it only lasted, like, the first 30, 40 minutes or something. It didn't last very long. Yeah. But, but anyway, the most thing... The most... I was exhausted, and when I say I was exhausted, I wasn't just, like, a little bit tired, like, I, I went home, and actually, I went to the gym first, and then I came back home, and I went to sleep, and I did, I slept the entire time, and I, I never sleep all throughout the night, and then the next, yeah. and then the next day, I got it on a Monday, and then that Tuesday, I was still, like, I probably could have stayed home and slept all day. I went to work, yeah. but I was just exhausted, and, like, kind of, like, you know how, like, if you take Benadryl, you got that the Benadryl fog. You're just no, just like my head was in a cloud kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was just I've, yeah. I've heard a few people that have been really tired the next really, day. Really, really, really tired. And then that Wednesday I was fine. That literally is all that all that I had. Yeah. Not no yeah, other so, symptoms. So for me, I was really not nervous at all. I was just like really excited. Um, and so I just went in. They were like, "Okay, uh, go to that table right there." So I sat down. I feel like the guy giving me the shot was more nervous than I was. Like, he definitely, like, gave me, like, he was, like, mad nervous, like, vibe. 
And in my head, I was like, all right, like, just get this over with. Like, just give me the shot. So then he gives me the shot. And I say, like, it did not hurt at all. Um, didn't didn't bleed. Like, it was, like, super easy. They used the tiniest little needle. So, so quick, so easy. So then I, like, went into the room to wait my 15 minutes. And I just happened to be there at the same time as, like, a bunch of different people that I work with. Like, we were all kind of scheduled around the same time. So we were all just sitting in there chatting. And, like, we were all, like, psyching each other out and being like, oh, my God. I don't know if I can feel my tongue, like, <laughs> try to, like, and then, like, it was obviously, like, we were all just, like, psyching each other out, and then, like, that made us feel like we were, like, being, like, oh, I feel weird, like, we were, like, essentially playing off each other. We all were fine, though. The next day, I worked with the same people. We were all fine, and I wasn't tired at all. The only thing that I got was uh, my arm was super sore for, like, two or three days, which is longer than I'm used to for, like, a flu shot. Uh But I honestly think that was because the guy who was giving it to me was just, like, really nervous. And I think that had more to do with it than, like, the actual shot itself. But as far as, like, symptoms go afterwards, I had nothing. Just a sore arm. Wow. You know, that's, I've, most of the people that I've got have had sore arms. For the next, like, a day or two after, yeah. I guess I got yeah. lucky. I, I was just tired. You just, yeah, you probably just had, like, a really good, like, vaccine to help you or something. But, so, if you're thinking, well, okay, so I've already had the virus. Uh, do I even need to get the vaccine? Uh, neither neither of us have had it. Uh, no. We both have been lucky enough to not uh, get the virus this, throughout this pandemic. But if you are one of those people that you have had it, do you, do they still need, should they still get it, the vaccine? Y- yes. Yes is the answer. Because. Yes. Yeah. You're not immune because for life just so. because you have. Right. Because mom said so. You have to because get it. So. No. Yeah. No. There's because you're not reason. immune for life. Yeah. You're, well, you're not so immune for life. The, the reason why you should still get it is because there have been multiple cases reported of reinfection from the virus even after you've gotten it. So your antibodies from the virus only last a certain amount of time. Um, And once those go away, you're just as susceptible to the virus as any of us are. Um, And so right now, the only way to increase your resistance to it really, I mean, obviously you need to just do the standard play it safe, wash your hands, six feet, social distancing, um, being smart about where you go, when you go, how you go, wearing a mask. All of those things still apply even after the vaccination, but really and truly the vaccination is the only way at the moment um, until herd immunity becomes a thing for you to really have any true resistance to the virus at the moment. Can I Um, ask you a question? Since you've gotten the vaccine, do you feel like, or is it just me? Like, I'm just like not quite as scared anymore. Like, I know I have to get my second dose for it to actually be true, but I just feel like, I'm, I'm I'm okay now. I'm 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 gonna be okay. I've made yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Like I, so I kind of in my head, this is how I've mapped it out. I'm I'm a planner. Like I'm a planner by nature. I just love to plan things. So that I, is I very true. Out, including my life, I map it out. And so in my head, how I have it mapped out is, I get my first dose. I continue as though I didn't. I've never gotten it. I get my second dose. And then I wait two to three weeks for that that real, like, true immunity to build up from the vaccine. And then I'll start to be more like, oh, I can go to the gym again kind of thing. Like, things like that. Right. Where I'm still going to be safe. I'm still going to socially distance. I'm still going to wear my mask. But where I've been hesitant to go in the past, I won't be as hesitant to do things like that now. Right. 
Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'm not really excited yet because I feel like I need to wait two to three weeks after my second one to get excited. And you should. That's when it really takes effect. You're absolutely yeah. right about that. Yeah, but but I mean, I do know what you mean. It's I'm just like in a step one, like, right? I'm getting. I you do have a sense of I'm getting my life back. Exactly. You're, you know, you're taking the first step to get your life back. I exactly. definitely share that that same feeling with you. Which, you know, that was actually my next point was how quickly does it work? So, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a, a two-dose thing, both of them, Pfizer and Moderna. But there, I actually saw a news report a couple of days ago of someone not in the U.S. He is like a political leader somewhere. I could not remember. I don't remember. I should have wrote it down. But um, he actually ended up getting, testing positive for the virus after getting a second dose. But... He tested positive like a week after. Can I just say? I, so. Yeah. So I, did he get, did the vaccine give him the, no. Let's just go ahead and clear that up. Well, the vaccine did well, not give him the. That wasn't even the direction I was going to go with it. My direction was, you know, I don't know. Again, this wasn't the U.S. So I don't know like how they've been like explaining the vaccine to people or, or what information they've been giving. But for all we know, he was just like, I'm good. I got it. You know, I got the second dose. It was living his best life. Um, so true. But I have to remind you, you are only 95% uh, uh, protected. I mean, that's great. That's 95% your, your more than you were. Right. That's 95% more than you were before. But, you know, you still have that 5% chance, which is why until more people get it, you cannot just go crazy. You still have to wear your mask. You're still going to have to wear yes. your mask. And you're still going to have to social distance now. It's yes, absolutely. Until more people get it and have access to it. That is just how it is. That is how it is going to be. So I know that the Moderna, I think, is supposed to last. Oh, by the way, I got the Moderna. Oh, and did you? Got, you? I got Moderna. I thought you were getting the yeah. Pfizer. So I thought I was getting the Pfizer too. And then when I got there, apparently the hospital ran out of Pfizer. So I, I was like, I wasn't going to argue. I was like, okay, hit me with the Moderna, whatever. So, no, at that point, you, you can't. At, at this point, you can't argue because it's, no. it's they're so precious that you're able to get one. So. I was like, okay, hit me with that Moderna. I'm all right with that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's my arm. Um, so, yeah, so to, I ended up getting So, like me, you have to go back in 28 days. I think with yeah. the Pfizer, you have to go back in 21 days. That's what I was saying, 21. Yeah, yeah, it's like 21. Um, But... I know Moderna, or I've heard Moderna last, there's evidence Moderna lasts 18 months. Do you know anything about Pfizer, how long that one is? Don't. Before you have notes. to, like, get it again? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't either. Um, But I would assume it's probably around the same. So I would imagine once you get your two doses, you're probably good for, like, between a year to a year and a half. I would think that for, before for both. Because they're, they're, yeah. the, each vaccine is... is I mean, it's the same kind of vaccine. Yeah. So, yeah. I would imagine it's about the same, very similar. Hi, it's me, Sydney, cutting in here real quick. I just wanted to correct myself. In the audio, I said that the Moderna vaccine lasts up to 18 months and that I assumed that Pfizer would last somewhere around the same time frame. However, I misinterpreted um, slash misunderstood some of the information that I was reading during my research. And although they're hopeful that it will last that long, there is no actual concrete evidence to suggest that at this time. Now, what they do know is that about three to four months uh, following the second vaccine, if you do one of the two-parters, which is what we currently have with the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine, 
uh, three to four months is what they know for sure it does last without losing any of its effectiveness. Uh, however, past that, there's not a lot of data to suggest what level of effectiveness uh, happens after four months. So right now we know for sure about four months, but past that we're not really sure. And I'm sure as the data comes out and as more and more people get vaccinated and as time goes on, we'll learn more and more and more information will come out. But I just wanted to add that correction in here. And anyways, that's all. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. And which um, you kind of alluded to this fact earlier, but just, you know, as a side note to make this clear, it is not a live vaccine at all. So do not be fearful of them injecting you with the virus when you when you go in to get it. That's that's not what's happening at all. I've actually heard Um, people say that, that that's the only reason why I said that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think and I think there's a lot of misinformation about that anyways. I think people assume that I don't know if in the past live vaccines were the gold standard. I'm not sure. I mean, I would imagine to a certain extent it had to be because they didn't have the ability to manipulate RNA quite like they do now. Um, So most likely when you were inoculated in the past, you were inoculated with a live vaccine. But I mean, almost all the vaccines we get now are not the live version of them. So I think that that's just a a misconception. It is. I agree. uh, By a lot of people. Um, but yeah, so symptoms, super mild for, for me and everyone I know, um, just the general soreness, uh, afterwards, you might get some bruising or swelling, which is also a very common reaction. It's just your body's immune system responding to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's working. Your body's, it's working. It's just shows the fact yeah. it's working. Oh, well, yes. that part of the, the swelling and stuff is just, yeah, your body's just reaction to. And um, I've heard that, I know a couple people that have gotten the second dose already, and I've heard that for them, they said their reactions were a little worse the second time. I've heard that. Um, I've heard that with that also for the people I've known that's gotten the Pfizer has said the same thing. So I think it's the, with the Pfizer, the vaccine, as far as second react, dose reaction is a little bit worse. That, like the arm yeah, hurts a little bit too. longer. And the, but. That's what I've heard too, that, uh, that it's a little worse, but the, what they... The reactions weren't, like, severe by any means. They were still the same type of mild symptoms. They just were a little more exaggerated exactly. of the same mild symptoms that they right. had the first time. So um, I'm expecting that for my second one as well. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, so as far as kids and should you get your child vaccinated right now? It's not an option. Like I was like I was saying earlier, right, it's not an option. Um, only Pfizer is approved for 16 and over. Um, anybody under that, it's it's not it's not likely. And the reason why is because because they pushed it through so quickly, they weren't really able to test it on kids like they needed to um, to know how children would react to it. Um, but more than that, I mean, as you can imagine, it's kind of hard to get he wants parents. Your, your child be the guinea willing, pig. Yeah, you're. It's kind of hard to get parents. To say, sure, you can test this vaccine that, you know, is brand new uh, on my kid. So there's just not a ton of data right now. But um, what data is available is I do think that in the near future, they will open up a vaccine, if not one of the currently approved ones, to children 12 and over. Um, I just don't suspect you're going to get anything for 12 and under for a while. You might be still be waiting another year before we get to that point because when it comes to kids, it's just 
there's just certain ethics that that the scientific community just they just won't they're not going to push anything onto children at all so it's not approved for for kids at all right now but i do think that if you have a child that's 12 and over i think your child will be qualifying sometime within the next year for to get the vaccine yeah probably so um and then so after you get the virus I know we've talked about what our plans are as far as like making sure we still don't get it until more people have gotten it the the vaccine. Um, but can you still pass the virus to other people once you've gotten the vaccine? I, I would say probably you mean like if you've been exposed, you can't pass it just because you got the vaccine, but I guess if you've been exposed I'm going to say no. I don't know the answer. That's a tricky question. What is the answer? Yeah, okay. I'm going to say no. Um, well, I thought you would have an answer, so that's why I asked you. But um, <laughs> So, essentially, there's no data on that right now. Um, well, there you go. That's why I didn't have an answer. Yeah. So, uh, to, to be honest, the scientific community just doesn't know. They just don't know. There's no. They were so focused on getting a vaccine now that they did not get a chance to study that part of it. I mean, I would um, think. I would think that if you don't have, if the vaccine is protecting you from getting COVID, you're not going to pass it on because you know you don't you have would, COVID. You would think, however, but how COVID is spread is still somewhat of a mystery. Nobody so really knows, know, right? We know, of course, that it is spread. Um, just through like coughing, sneezing, things like that. Uh, but how much of it is spread through through the surface and through interactions with the surface and other people? Um, so at this point, like I said, the data is not out there, but there could be a scenario where you are near someone that has the virus, is positive for the virus. You touch something that that person has touched and then you go and you touch, you don't wash your hands and you touch someone else you carry it straight to them. I mean, I just, I just don't know. And, and I think that it's probably better to just play it safe and assume that if you have anyone that you are really, really worried about passing it to, like someone who is a high risk individual that hasn't gotten the vaccine themselves yet, you probably should still just try to keep your distance and play it safe for now until they are able to get the vaccine as well. I agree. And then... Um, I think there's also a little bit of, like, worry amongst the general population because you've been hearing about, like, this new strain everywhere. There's a new strain. It's not more uh, – the symptoms are not worse, but it's more transmissible right. than previous strains, meaning it's easier to pass from person to person. What do you think? Do you think this vaccine is going to work against that, too? Or Well, do they, you, they do don't. You know? They don't know. Did you, did you I, look that up? I did not look it up. But I don't think they know. I, I think they hope it will. I think it probably will help. It will help you somewhat, regardless. Okay, I can tell you're not reading any of your notes tonight. I'm not. I'm okay. sorry. I have a real answer for you. Let's um, see how close as, I was to the real answer. As far as the new strain is concerned, uh, although it is more transmissible, the overall structure and function of the virus is largely unchanged, meaning that the current vaccine should work on it just as much as any other strain. I was sort of close. You were not close at all. You <laughs> said you just, they just don't know. Well, they don't really know. Uh, you were not very close. <laughs> they, they know enough to say, yeah, it's going to work on it. <laughs> I mean, it should work, you know. No, her, her, Kinsey cut her whole answer out. 
<laughs> you can cut it out. Um, Please do. So I have two more questions. I'm going to leave us with a pretty like big question. That is something that came up recently with my job. So I, I want to leave on, on that. Can we note. answer it or no? Actually, I will. I'm going to ask that question first and then I'll ask the, the last question I had. So say you don't want to get the vaccine. Like you're just like, I want to wait it out. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I just don't know. Can your job fire you for that? I actually, I don't know the answer to that question. I would say probably. But I yeah. work for a company that they're not, they really are giving us the choice. So your job is when 100% within their legal rights to fire you if you defer the vaccination. Now, it, it should be made clear by your workplace beforehand if it is one of those situations where it's like you have to get it or you're out kind of thing. Um, but yes, it is within their legal rights. And the reason why is because if they deem an employee a health risk to others, including like people that come in, like your customer base, uh, other employees, if you are a health risk, a known health risk, and refu- and there is an option to prevent you from being a health risk and you refuse that option it is within the job's legal rights to let you go based off of that and that alone no legal fight about it just okay goodbye yeah so um i i don't know it's hard to say i don't know how different jobs are gonna react in different fields but really and truly if you're concerned that that could be the case for you and you don't want the vaccine i would advise you to go talk to your management team asap and be like hey when it comes down to it, am I at risk of losing my job if I don't get it? And have that open communication with them because you should probably start looking at other jobs if that's something that matters to you. Um, now, I will say that if your reason is for a religious reason, uh, that should make you, that should give you a little bit more um, flexibility with with de- deferring the treatment. And most likely you'll be able to get away with not getting the vaccine. Also, if you have some health condition that prevents you from being able to get it, you can give them, provide them a medical document, and that should also be enough to get you out of it. Um, however, apart from those two things, it, they definitely can can choose to let you go. But again, um, this is one of those things where if that's you and you feel like, ah, I don't know that I want it, you need to just go ahead and have the open conversation with your, your team because you just want to make sure that you are as knowledgeable as you can be and you... Um, play all your cards right and have a plan no matter what happens because this is a weird and tricky situation for all of us so it is last question of the day with the two vaccines currently available being pfizer and moderna does it matter which one you get no yeah exactly they're they're both the same type of their mrna uh vaccines they um work very similarly have very similar uh rates of effectiveness so to be honest, just take whatever you get. You can get. Like I mean, like with me, I thought I was getting Pfizer. I walk in there, they're like, "Yeah, we have Moderna tonight," and I was like, "All right, no worries." You know, where do I go? Um, so just take what you can get because it's literally like liquid gold right now. It is. It is. I mean, you being able to get one is is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. just not you specifically, but just like you, like in general, you just understood you. Right. Yeah. Right. Gotcha.
right, so that is all that I have today. I hope that we have uh, enlightened you guys a little bit more and give you some information, maybe even answer some questions you had or didn't even know you had yet. Um, either way, I just hope that this has been an informative episode for you. Sorry, it hasn't been super funny, but the virus isn't very funny. So, it's not. <laughs> if you have um, any other questions that we didn't answer, you know, and you're one of our regular 14 listeners, please write us. And send yeah, you find the can, answer out. You can always write us uh, on our Instagram. You can send us a message. Technically an adult podcast. Uh, you can also email us at technicallyanadultpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if we don't know the answer, we will go out of our way to find that yes, answer. Yes, we will. Um, but yes, feel free to email us if you have any more questions. So, yes, thank you for listening. Thank you. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Technically an Adult Podcast. Our theme song and outro music is How Exciting by Revolution Void. We're using this through a Creative Commons license by Attribution 3.0. Revolution Void has no affiliation with Technically an Adult or its cast and crew. We are very thankful that the song exists. You can find us on Instagram at Technically an Adult Podcast. Send us an email technically an adult podcast at gmail.com also we're on twitter at tech and adult you can find us each individually on our link tree which is on our instagram thanks so much for listening bye